Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Onyx Test Bench. I am Christian, and I'm joined, as always, by Jennifer Upton. Hello, hello. How are you today? I'm well. I'm really good. We've had a busy day today. We have had a busy day, but I am excited about getting back into our HomeKit discussion. Part two. Part two of what is HomeKit? What is HomeKit? I think we did a pretty decent job of of answering that question in the Mm -hmm. last one, but I did... There are definitely some details mm-hmm. that I wanted to get into uh, on that one. So let's turn the old page here. <laughs> we did have a couple of questions on um, our social media about what products tied to HomeKit. Mm. And I think that's something that we're going to get into today. Yeah. So there are really a lot of things that you can tie into your HomeKit. Mm-hmm. Like we kind of said last week, are there as many as you can tie into Alexa? No. No. There are not. Are there enough devices from different manufacturers that there are plenty of choices in pretty much every category of home device that you would want to tie into your system? Yeah. That is an absolutely yes. That's totally, yeah. So, like, we have gone through quite a few mm-hmm. of different things. We've tried out a bunch of thermostats. We've tried out a bunch of lights. Mm-hmm. We've tried out different music products, tried out garage door things. So, um, there's a lot of them. Yeah. There's plenty of variety. There's something that's going to fit, you, like, what you're wanting to do. So, thermostats mm-hmm. are... The kind of thing where sometimes you set them and you never touch them again. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes like, oh, we're coming uh, home from vacation and we really want to be able to adjust the temperature and turn it, uh, make it where it's nice and cool mm-hmm. in the house. But we didn't want to air condition the house the whole time we left. Yeah. You know, that kind of a thing. Like, Yeah, I totally get that. But I'm kind of on the other side where I am constantly messing with a the thermostat you know all the time. <laughs> <laughs> the guys up here at Onyx, I drive them crazy with a the thermostat I really do feel like I can tell a difference between one or two degrees Yeah, and it really affects me. I walked in this morning even and I'm like, why is the thermostat at 73? It just seemed like a weird. Listen, my fingers cannot type when I'm cold. Yeah. Well, I'm going to crank that thing up. Plus it's humid. Now that it's springtime, it's humid yeah, and that changes the way the temperature gross. feels. Anyways, long story short, I mess with the thermostat all mm-hmm. the time. I'm a thirst, thermostat crazy person. Right. And that's not always the best thing for everybody. No, but using something through your home kit mm-hmm. to where you can say, Siri, you know, turn the thermostat up a degree, turn it down a degree. She's say, so good at it. Yeah. You can be like, set it to, set it to 68. Yeah. Set it to 71. You know what's even better is I can whisper it into my phone so that JD doesn't hear it. Right. And then magically it's warmer. And it just happens. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. And nobody, nobody had to, nobody Thanks, had to get Siri. hurt. That's yeah. right. <laughs> so the thermostats that we have used and that we like are the Honeywell mm-hmm. T5. Yes. Um, I don't like throwing out model numbers and stuff like that on this podcast. But this because, one's pretty important. I mean, like, unless you're driving down the road with a pin and pat, you know, yeah. that's nothing going to happen. But the Honeywell T5 mm-hmm. is, it's like this kind of squared, but really classy, nice looking yeah. kind of glass front. Mm-hmm. It's kind of minimalistic, but it's cool. Like, it is kind of like the... Uh, it's kind of like the businessy looking, like yeah, it's, it's a little officey, yeah, but kind of classy officey. Yeah, it's like classy. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas the other one, which is the Ecobee, which mm-hmm. we've also used plenty of, it's kind of rounded off and mm-hmm. a little, a little funner looking. Yeah, funner, more fun looking. More fun. Uh-huh. Um, the, it's the difference between a patterned skirt and a pinstripe skirt. Uh, Ecobee is going in what I'm going to call a weird direction with thermostats, mm-hmm. where like they have got Alexa built in, which mm-hmm. is fine. Um, they have improved the speaker that's in it so you can listen to music through your thermostat through your thermostat 
Who does that? Well, that's the question. Where are thermostats located? In your hall, in your like some out of the way spot or something like not, not, not like my number one music listening location. No. If I want to listen to music through my thermostat, quite possibly be the last thing. Like maybe if you were to be like, like your hose bib on the outside of your house, like your, if I'm listening to music there, that's weird. That's extreme. Maybe, uh, I don't know, the little parking curb thing outside in the deal. Where else are you going to listen to music? Mm-mm, you're not. No. It, it's, it's a it's, weird It's thing. a weird move. Make it a thermostat that works really well, yeah. which it does. Don't try to listen to music through your thermostat. <laughs> it's such a weird thing. It I is weird. Uh, it know. could be if you're listening. Why? Why? Why are you doing that? Okay. How about lights? So we lights, talked about Philips Hue in part we one. We talk about Hue. Hue's great. It's mm-hmm. a great option. We have scaled it up. Mm-hmm. To pretty much as many bulbs as you can put in it, which is we have 50. maxed it They're out. Like, they don't really want you to go over fifty. You can add second <laughs> hubs and you can do different stuff. But we've so definitely right. we've taken it to the limit. And you know what? It still worked great. Beautiful. Even have a kajillion light bulbs spread all over the place. Yeah, it worked better than I was expecting. It's pretty lovely. Yeah, and like I had reasonable expectations for it, and it mm-hmm. it met them. Like it mm-hmm. it did really well. But the Lutron Cassetta. Mm-hmm. Is great because with that, instead of changing out the bulbs, you're actually changing out your switch or your dimmer. Mm-hmm. And that means, like, say you've got a light fixture that has a dozen bulbs in it, like we do. Yeah. We've got a chandelier, chandelier. Mm-hmm. up here. It's got a bunch of bulbs in it. We went ahead and put 12 hue bulbs in it. Just because to test it out. We're testing mm-hmm. things out. Would it have been much more cost effective to just change out the dimmer? Most definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so you know, at some point, maybe that's what we're going to end up doing here yeah. as we go through testing. We definitely have some cassetta running up here. Mm-hmm. We've got there's there's a bunch of different companies that make bulbs and stuff that'll work with it. But Hue and the Lutron Cassetta mm-hmm. are the two that we've worked with the most that we recommend. Mm-hmm. If somebody was going to ask me if a friend was to come to me and be like, "I'm looking at doing some smart lighting," what would it be? These are the two that I yeah. would tell him. Yeah. These. Good choices. Yeah. Make definitely. good choices. Rock solid. They've been making them for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it's not some just yeah, brand Phillips new things Yeah, both Philips and Lutron. Just, yeah. They know what they're doing. Okay. Sure. So music, we're thinking the Apple HomePod, of course. The HomePod, which we've talked about extensively mm-hmm. recently, mm-hmm. and everybody knows that we love them dearly. Yeah. Um, something that we haven't always loved dearly, mm-hmm. but is I'm coming back around on, is Sonos. Rocky relationship. Yeah. yeah. Sonos, um, they kind of have this deal where if you've got a bunch of different hardwired devices, if things go just wrong, mm-hmm. they can absolutely crash everything. Like a bad boyfriend. Yeah. It just, it, it causes a ton of problems. But we've learned yeah. that if you keep most of them wireless mm-hmm. and you just kind of follow some of Sonos's best practices mm-hmm. and everything, they have implemented AirPlay 2 and they've done it really well. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's good. Yeah. And they're working on it. I feel yeah. like they got a ton of feedback yeah. um, when they went a wrong direction. And I feel like they're working on it. I don't know. I, I'm excited for them. Yeah. I went ahead and I put one in my office mm-hmm. just to try it out. Mm-hmm. And it has not done anything squirrely. Excellent. It's sound quality is top tier. Like it sounds mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. So like it's a good piece. Would I rather have a home caught? Absolutely. A hundred percent. Why? Because Siri. Because Siri. Built-in voice control. It's just, it makes everything so yeah. easy. But, More value for sure. But the Sonos pieces, they have some very nice sound bars mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And they are nice for AirPlay too. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and say that I would recommend them. Mm-hmm. So on the shades front, mm. automated shades mm-hmm. are great. 
They are one of my favorite pieces and parts of home automation. They're just my favorite. They're cool because they move. Like things that move are cool. Like whenever you're like, hey, Siri, close the shades. And then they actually move. Wow factor. It's neat. Yeah. Like it's a neat deal. The way that automated shades can control like the feel in a room because Mm -hmm. of the light that's coming in, Mm -hmm. the brightness in the room. The temperature of the room. Privacy. Like there's, there's so many ways that shades are just really cool. Yeah. Like they're they're really, really neat. It's nice that HomeKit can control that. Yeah. So Lutron, the the shades that work with Cassetta, which is nice then because it uses the same hub and mm-hmm. there's a little Cassetta hub that you have to have. And that way all your Cassetta lights and your Cassetta shades can all work together okay. um, with HomeKit. And then also um, I was talking to a guy um, who is is one of the, our vendors that we work with and Hunter Douglas, they've got a new system out that works with HomeKit. Mm. I have not Use this specific we haven't tested kit it yet. personally, but Hunter Douglas, I have found as long as you keep it to like one room mm-hmm. or like a, a moderate amount of shades, like some of the houses that we do where there are 80 shades yeah. and it's spread over 15,000 square feet or something like Hunter that, Douglas. it was a challenge. Yeah. But if you're doing like a smaller area, like if you're doing them in a, an in a theater or a an condo. apartment, you just want them in your living room and master, mm-hmm. which are kind of close to each other, stuff like that. I feel like they're Works a decent great. option, um, but really, if I was to choose one, it would be the it would be Lutron. the Cassetta. Yeah. Yeah. Um, TVs. Mm-hmm. So, in, in January of this year, uh, the Consumer Electronics Show, Apple, like there was an announcement that Apple was going to start putting HomeKit in TVs, and it was, I believe, Samsung mm-hmm. was the first one, but then LG and Sony, and I think Vizio, they were all announced that they're going to be. HomeKit compatible. HomeKit compatible. And what does HomeKit compatible mean with a TV? That means you're going to be able to control the volume. Mm-hmm. You're going to be able to turn the TVs on and off. You're going to be able to switch them on to certain inputs. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be able to do all of that in a scene. So Great. say you want your master bedroom to come on to HDMI 1 every time you hit the welcome home scene. Mm-hmm. You can do that. Done. And that's going to mm-hmm. either switch on your, hopefully, your Apple TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you if you absolutely have to have a cable box, you know, whatever, it, it can get your cable yeah. uh, all prepped and ready to go. It's a pretty neat deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, with TV, you've got your Apple TV, yeah. um, which as far as just streaming options and HomeKit compatibility and AirPlay 2 and all of that stuff, like the Apple TV is such a brilliant piece. So if you don't have an Apple TV, like if you're sitting there and you're thinking to yourself, I really like my Roku. Mm -hmm. My Roku is great. I used to be a Roku guy, Mm -hmm. like because of they were the first ones with 4K and some of the Mm -hmm. stuff that they offered. Like I just thought it was great. First to the finish line. Yeah. The user experience with the Apple TV Mm -hmm. is so far and away better. Yeah. Yeah. On the user side, you just can't beat it. Yeah. When they when they came out with their current version of the TVOS and especially their 4K model, mm-hmm. the picture is so beautiful. Yeah, it's just just the screensaver alone. Shocking. Yeah, shocking. Shocking. Okay, now are the have the TVs released that come with HomeKit already? Jen, I don't believe. I don't so. think they have. I haven't seen one. I haven't used one. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that someone somewhere doesn't have one. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't think they're just like widely available. Widely yet. available, probably in the fall. I would I would imagine. Yeah. Okay. Garage doors, we do a ton of garage door automation. We do. And it's funny um, because like when this first came out, it was kind of like a, why would I need to do that? But then like it really turns into a, oh, well, when I say goodnight, 
Mm-hmm. If I accidentally left a garage door open, mm-hmm. it's going to close it. Yeah. Or if I am away from home and somebody needs to get in, I can let them in through mm-hmm. the garage. Or I can see if my garage door is open or closed. Or I can do that. It just the turned into factor. yeah. Or whenever I put up my garage door, I want it to turn on these lights. Or, mm-hmm. or like there's just there's a lot of things that you can trigger off the garage door, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of reasons why you would want to, to control your garage door. Period. Yeah. And uh, my cue mm-hmm. from LiftMaster. Um, they, like, there's a bunch of different things you can use. It is, it's been very reliable. Yeah. We've used it. Yeah. Just a ton of houses. Mm -hmm. Like if I was to say that we're controlling fewer than 200 garage doors with my queue, I would say that's probably a safe range, something in there. Yeah. And you can get, if you have the my queue, uh, garage door openers that Mm -hmm. have my built in. You have to have a hub. It's called the MyQ Gateway okay. to get to work with HomeKit. Okay. Uh, that is something that we kind of learned the hard mm-hmm. way. We got up to a job and we're like, hey, cool, this will work with HomeKit. Mm-hmm. Wah, wah. You have to have, you the, have, hub. To have the hub. So don't forget, good you to want know. it, use the hub. Nice little tip. Yeah. Very good. And then finally, on security, mm-hmm. um, there are not a ton of security systems yet. Pretty limited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there's definitely going to be more. There's going to be options. Existing companies are going to come out with adapters where mm-hmm. you can kind of put them on and add it to HomeKit. Um, some of the self-installed things like Simply Safe and all those, they're all saying we're going to be HomeKit compatible. Yeah, I think everybody's working towards it. Yeah. Nobody really is yet. Honeywell has a wireless security system mm-hmm. called Lyric. L-Y-R-I-C, like a lyric mm-hmm. for music. Yeah. Okay. And it it works with HomeKit. works great. Mm-hmm. We've got one set up here at the office, mm-hmm. and everything's very responsive. The battery life in the sensors is super long. And the way that it works with HomeKit, you're just like, Siri, arm the security. And yeah. she does arm it That's to home. That's what I love. Arm it to away. Da-da-da. And then you can add it to your scenes. Mm-hmm. So if you want good night to include arming your security system to home. So nice. Whatever you like. It's great. Mm-hmm. And HomeKit works when you're not at your house. Mm-hmm. It works yeah. when you're remote. It's just... So lovely. So really with HomeKit and the products that we've gone over, you could open your garage, mm-hmm. disarm your security, unlock mm-hmm. the door, mm-hmm. let somebody in. It's just a, such a huge convenience factor. Sure. You could switch on the lights. Turn on the lights. And after they add the, the music mm-hmm. to it also, it's going to be like, oh, uh, whenever... You know, my kids get home, like, mm-hmm. they want to have whatever playing or, yeah. or something. Like, you'll be able to do all that. Mm-hmm. So so lovely. It is super neat. And the fact that if you want to go in and you want to tweak a scene, mm-hmm. you can tweak it. Yeah. You can tweak it to your heart's content and yeah. do with it. You don't necessarily have to get a dealer involved. No. But if you, you want to have... A, get into that. That's. I feel like that's a little deep for beginners. For but sure. But I think that you're well on your way. Yeah. Once... Once you're comfortable with it and you've set up a couple of scenes, like you can build, mm-hmm. you can get there. Yeah. Excellent. So, super neat. Um, and something else, you know what? I, I thought I would share this. Almost every article that I read about HomeKit and everybody that I talk to about HomeKit, along with their good morning scene, mm-hmm. they always have their good night scene. Absolutely. So what does a good night scene look like? You can have the lights off. You can lock your doors, which we didn't talk about door mm-hmm. locks with with HomeKit, but like the August mm-hmm. and Yale and Quickset, Quick Set, a lot of them have door locks. So mm-hmm. door locks are cool too, being able to say, hey Siri, lock unlock the, the front door or lock the front door. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, Siri. <laughs> um, yeah, that my favorite scene is the good night scene. Yeah, the good night scene. So lock your doors, arm security system, turn off the TVs and music. Mm-hmm. If they're on, close the garage door. If they're open, close the mm-hmm. shades and then adjust the temperature. 
Perfect. That's a ton of stuff to happen. There's a lot of things. That like, is a lot. Let's say that you were to walk about your house mm-hmm. and affect all of that. To do all of that yourself. To do all that yourself every night, walking around like, oh, the kids left the TV on over mm-hmm. here again. Oh, let's roll down the shades. Roll, roll, roll. Let's flip off the lights. Let's walk over to the thermostat. Let's change that. Yeah. Let's open up the garage. Oh, look, somebody left the garage door open. Yeah. Let's close that. Arm the security system. We go up and get in bed and realize, oh, the back door. I didn't check if it was unlocked. If, uh, so then you go yeah. down there and you check it. Like, seriously. That's an every night thing. That 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 scenario has happened to mm-hmm. me, like, at points in my life. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I think, too, um, we, we've we done an, a um, podcast episode on parental control. Mm-hmm. I think something else that you could tie into there would be turn off Wi-Fi. Yeah. yeah. That'd be a good one. Yeah, you could definitely mm-hmm. do that. Make sure your kiddos are actually sleeping. Kids. Go to bed. Go to bed. <laughs> so our privacy tip this week is find my iPhone. Excellent. How do you do that? So find my iPhone is an app that is on your phone. Mm-hmm. It is also a setting that you kind of have to go find inside of your phone settings and switch it on. It's probably on but mm-hmm. I wanted to throw this out there just in case it's not. Just in case something happened yeah, or like you've, sure. you've brought your phone up from a really old backup and that was before it and for some reason it's not on or whatever. Um, so Find My iPhone is whenever your phone is periodically checking in with Apple servers and everything mm-hmm. and you can log in with Find My iPhone on somebody else's device. Mm-hmm. You can log in on the to through iCloud on the internet and you can find where your phone is. So if your phone is lost or stolen, mm-hmm. you can find your phone. How lovely is that? Like I have literally personally used this and looked desperately for my phone, which is in the Caribbean Ocean, oh. still has not surfaced to this day. Oh. So uh, I don't like to talk about it, but I do. Sore anyway. subject. Yeah. Um, moving on. Moving on. So if you ask uh, Siri to open iCloud settings. Okay. And then you scroll down to find my iPhone and make sure that it's turned on. Okay. And that's really all you have to do. And so then you could log in on your computer Mm -hmm. or someone else's device Mm -hmm. with your Apple ID and password and locate your phone. And just find find where your phone is. And like you can make it play a sound. So like my daughter, she would lose her phone quite regularly (laughs) in our house. (laughs) Now, the location settings on it worked well enough that I could tell is it in the living room? <gasps> wow. Is it in her bedroom? Is it in the car in the driveway? That's impressive. And it was very reliable. Like wow. it was always, and there is a feature where you can make it play a sound. Okay. It plays the sound even if the sounds are turned off. Oh, how nice. On your phone. So if your phone's That's set great. to vibrate, it's still going to play this ping sound. Uh-huh. So if it's lost down on the couch cushions, mm-hmm. if it's under the bed, if it is somehow worked its way under a car seat or something, yeah. you just stand in the vicinity, hit play sound, and it ping, ping. So plays nice. the sound, and you can find it. And then there is the option to erase the phone. Oh. So let's say that that phone, let's say my phone. In the bottom of the Caribbean. Up, in the bottom of the Caribbean. Let's say that it had, like, Nemo found it and took it. So, you know, yeah. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, this phone is floating around in Cosmel. Yeah. I we can need, erase it. We need to erase it. Yeah. yeah. I just hit the erase button. That way all of my contacts, all of my so data, great. all that kind of stuff. Could somebody get in my phone? Probably not. They probably would have locked it by putting yeah. in too many wrong passcodes and mm-hmm. it would have been trash anyway. Mm-hmm. But I can actively <laughs> erase the phone. Now, let's say that you erase the phone mm-hmm. and then you find it, right? Mm-hmm. You can use your Apple ID and all that kind of stuff 
to get back into it. Okay. So and like, restore. And restore. Yeah. It's still gone, but yeah. you can sign an iCloud and you can bring stuff back or whatever. So Find My iPhone so smart. is a big deal. I've used it. If I've used Find My iPhone fewer than 50 times in oh my life. Oh, my goodness. You are losing your phone. Between my daughter and my wife, uh-huh. I've used it a million times. That's wonderful. And it's great. It works yeah. It works really, really well. So I, I highly encourage people, turn it on. Yeah. So Gadget of the Week. Yes. We super spoiled this one by talking about it extensively earlier. It is the Honeywell T5 thermostat. It's great. It's great. It's it's kind of small on uh-huh. the wall. It just it looks really classy. Pinstripe um, skirt. It's pinstripe skirt. <laughs> Works great with HomeKit. It looks great. It's more serious. It does yeah. not play Spotify, um, which mm-hmm. I'm going to put as a bonus. It's just the weirdest thing. It's a bonus now. Yeah. I'm going to start counting like not having crazy features. Yeah. In the in the pro pros column. Pro column. <laughs> so like, does it make a cappuccino? No. No. Pro check. Could you have your home kit scene make a cappuccino? Jen, I don't know of a home kit compatible cappuccino machine mm. yet. I bet Onyx could figure it out. Onyx could definitely figure it out. Like Not those guys. Like a hundred percent. I could do that tomorrow. <laughs> but is your regular folks gonna do it? The answer to that is Probably no. Not. So go get the gadget of the week, Honeywell T5 thermostat. Now I do want to mention that they have a T6, which is supposed to be home kit. Fire beware. They have a T9 that they're saying is going to be home kit by the end of the year. We, in looking at reviews and everything, mm-hmm. I know for sure the T5 works. Go for the T5. I w- I'm going to recommend the T5. We'll update the episode if something else comes out. Someday I'm going to get my hands on a T9 yeah. when they say, yeah, the firmware's out. We're home kit. I'm going to try we'll it test out. test it. We'll let you know. We'll definitely let you know. So um, if anybody out there has any questions. Yeah, send about, us the home kit questions. They're like, how do I get HomeKit to work? Like, whatever. We have some videos. Mm-hmm. We have directions we can send you. Reach out to us on uh, Facebook or Instagram at Onyx Theaters. There may be some questions about how do I get started with HomeKit or HomeKit approved devices mm. or um, just general questions. We want to be a useful and helpful source of information. So feel free to reach out to us on social media and post your questions there, and we'll get you some answers back. And I will... Make sure that we have some videos on HomeKit to post on our social media. Great. Along with other stuff. So I hope everybody out there has a great week. Bye-bye. To stay connected with Onyx, follow us on Facebook and Instagram. To be a part of the conversation, join our Facebook group, Onyx Podcast Community.